Hello and welcome to Watch Our Crap Ins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to watch. I'm Ben Mandelker and joining me as usual is the wonderful and lovely Ronnie Karam. What's going on, Ronnie? Well, hello, Ben. How are you doing today? How are you doing this fine, I was going to say morning, but it's not morning anymore. (laughs) Time! Isn't time crazy? (laughs) Isn't time hilarious? Um, Everything's going great. Lovely Monday. My dad had a birthday, so we celebrated that. That was super fun. My parents also had their anniversary. Just like to shove all holidays in. Um, But I would just like to point out that I you know, celebrated those. And guess what it is? It's like National Sons Day or something. Did Daughter's I get anything Day. from those jerks? Well, yeah. I saw one of my friend's moms posting Happy Sons Day to my beautiful son and Happy Sunday to my beautiful son-in-law. So I don't know if it's your, hmm. if it's national, I had a baby day or something, because you hmm. guys need another fucking day. <laughs> Let me, well, you guys need something else, okay? So I don't know if it's sad or not, but I didn't get anything. Well, I don't know if you know this, but something that I feel like I learned pretty early on is that every day is children's day okay (laughs) every day is children's day so uh, (laughs) because you know i was trying to get my own holiday when i was five years old you know that right well if donuts can have one i can certainly have one jesus christ they're like national paper clips day you know everything has a fucking holiday now where's the rondel holiday literally stassi has a holiday we should make a we'll make a crappens day international crappens day we'll we'll do it on our anniversary when's our anniversary january who cares everything's gone now we'll we'll get like the shittiest date ever you know they've all they've already taken all the good dates you know what today is national Hmm. cynthia has left real housewives of atlanta day (sighs) Yeah. Oh my God! It's National Fifty Cent Away Day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Cynthia, darling. National Chill Out Day. Yeah. Yes. Um. It, yeah. Chill out. Um. It has been interesting reading the comments on the Bravo Instagram over that. People are so rude. Okay. Like, look, if there's someone in the office that you don't like and they finally get fired, you don't say yay on their way out. You say, Oh my God! It was so good to work with you. You know, but not on Instagram. People are like, bye, boring, bye, stupid. Have fun being stupid for the rest of your life, dumb face. Well, we're going to talk some more about Cynthia and other things tonight on um, uh, Take a Seat, which we do on Spotify Greenroom app. Uh, we do it every Monday at 10 o'clock on the East Coast at 7 o'clock on the West Coast. It's live. We talk Bravo, we talk pop culture, and um, what's cool is that it's not just us talking, that you guys get to talk to. So be sure to download that app, because we're definitely talking about Cynthia. We're also going to talk about Big Brother, because Big Brother is wrapping up this week, and we made some very, very, very hot takes at the top of the season. Um, some of them have been wildly accurate, some of them not at all, but we're going to, um, we don't remember our hot takes, but we're going to try to sort of you know, put a little bow on that season. So we'll talk Big Brother. We'll talk Cynthia. We'll talk other things. So um, come join us. It's been super, super fun the past two weeks. 
Sure has. We'll also be talking about a little Vanderpump Rules stuff, mm. little mm. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Beverly Hills, you know, all that fun stuff. So just come over. We're going to do it at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. That is not on the Spotify app. It's on the app called Green Room. That's by Spotify, but it seemed to be confusing some people. So just so you know, the app is called Green Room. It's free. You don't need an account or yeah. anything like that, uh, or a Spotify account at least. You sign up on there. And then just follow at Ronnie Karam or at Ben Mandelker, and you'll get notifications when we start. Okay. And, yeah. you know, tonight I'm going to actually tweet the link to the room out once we start the room. So oh, smart. if you get confused, because there has been some confusion. So if you get confused, just go to our Twitter, at what crappens. And um, at 7 p.m., we'll tweet out that link as soon as we get it. Okay. Yeah. And tomorrow, by the way, is Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules is coming back uh, tomorrow night. So we're really excited that we're going to have some Vanderpump Rules coverage uh, later this week. It's back. It's back, everyone. Oh, yeah. It's back and it's really good, dude. Okay, is. so let's get going with Real Housewives of Potomac. One of the best episodes, really, of any Housewives show. I loved this, but Potomac, wow, killing it. Still wow. killing it, Potomac. You know, Ronnie, I, uh, I wish I could weigh in on this, but unfortunately, Grace drove over my TV. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fucking Grace. And her name is Grace. And this is how you drive? <laughs> Poor Grace. I mean, you know, they you know, they definitely like roasted her for her driving skills last week, and I thought that was gonna be like a one and done. You know, every teen on Bravo has to go through that. There's two things that you can rely upon with teens on Bravo. They all talk like this and they all <laughs> um, terrify their parents. They we have they go through the scene of them, you know, learning how to drive. But Grace got it two episodes in a row. They were like, Okay, we're putting out more cones for you, Grace. How about now? Can you do it now, Grace? Now? Yeah, nope, still can't. Um, so Giselle's like, you are not valeting at this party! Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we get to Giselle's house, and it's a construction zone, because she's now doing an entryway and all sorts of other shit to this house. Look, you can fix the outside. This is what my meme always said, okay? You can fix the outside, but what really can't is the inside! And the inside is what's digesting all those goddamn Mars bars, all right? She never said goddamn. But yeah, digest the Mars bars on the inside before you worry about the outside, okay? The inside needs help, ma'am. The inside is definitely undigested Mars bar quality. I would <laughs> I would I would agree. We need some work there. I don't know why she's adding these wings. I mean, her kids, there's enough room for her and her kids and her kids are going to be out the door in about 2 years. By the time the construction's done, the kids are going to be gone. And she has she basically added a lighthouse to one end of her house. I don't know what else she's doing. Is she is she making the entrance more grand or something? I don't know. I personally, I've been on the record <laughs> I like the original house in its sort of quirky mid-century style and that you know and she destroyed all the stuff that I loved about it. Yeah, so she is calling it Hotel Gisela and which doesn't really even rhyme, right? Like, it also like Unless really it's Hotella Gisela. Okay. <laughs> Can't just be Hotel Gisela. It also really speaks to the temporary, you know, nature of the house like she's going to be leaving it as soon as it's built. I guess it's a flip maybe. Yeah, or only staying there sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so Robin calls, and she's like, oh, I'm in a basketball tournament. Oh. Well, everything uh, is on course. Uh. We have a tent, uh, couches, uh, chairs, uh, cheese board. Uh. I'm happy to be inviting ladies to Hotel Gisela. So she's going to have this party for their podcast at her home, but she doesn't want anyone in her home. So she's going to make them sit in a tent in the middle of a construction zone. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a strange move. I mean, to to film during construction. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, Giselle says, with Karen, nah, after the whole goddess luncheon, nah, it's baby steps with her. She's so mean to me and, you know, you're so nasty. You talked about my house, uh, you trashed my house. Uh. Now, Giselle, this is funny because we definitely sat through like two seasons of you speculating about Karen's house and whether or not Great Falls, whether she owned it, whether it's a rental and this or that. So I think Karen has earned the right to be a little shady about whatever this hotel is. Yes. Uh, so Robin's like, but didn't you talk to her? I thought you guys were okay. And uh, she's like, what about Wendy? Did you talk? To, are you okay with her? She's like, well, she can't come in either. Yeah. And Robin's like, but what if they have to use the bathroom? Papa Squatta. <laughs> no, Giselle, I'm not co-signing that. There's no way we're treating them differently than the other guests who are not having the event. There's no <laughs> way I'm going down with this. What if they wet themselves? And she's like, well, Karen needs depends anyway, so I should just let her in. <laughs> yeah, so um, so now we go over to Karen's house and her publicist, Robin, who I think we've actually met before, but I forgot about her, which is funny because I feel like we should always remember Robin. So Robin comes in. This is basically like the future of Bethany Frankel, right? <laughs> like if Or the sliding doors version of Bethany Frankel. If she never wound up on Real Housewives, she would be Robin. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, right. the publicist. So she's in. She's like, "What's the matter? What's happening? What's going on? Okay, are we ready to do this? We're ready to publicize candles. Okay, I'm ready to do this. Ha 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 ha! I got a new wig. Okay, ha 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 ha! Hey hey hey! You know what? I've I've taken the branding off this Trader Joe's cloth bag, and I've I've uh, put uh, uh, Skinny Beth. All right, Skinny Joe's. All right, <laughs> and it's full of candles right now. All right, you know what? I got stuff in the car. Can I get some help? Because you know what's in the car? Prototypes. All right, they're, they're prototypes. All right, get Kindle get them prototypes. out of the car. <laughs> yeah, the, the candle prototypes. We put the wick on the side of the candle instead. Which is just a prototype. So, uh, so Ray, like, oh, my Ray! big strapping Ray. Ray, Ray, Ray. So, I mean, poor, I mean, poor Ray. I mean, Ray is one of our elder statesmen of Bravo <laughs> and sending him out there to fetch these, this box of heavy candles. So he's like, he's like oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get it right. No, I've got it! So ooh. he finally struggles that box to the inside and they open it. She's like, ooh, ooh, Ray! You ready, Ray? You ready? And here comes the unwrapping of the triple wick. Dun, Triple Wick is here. Dun. La Dame Luxury Candles by Karen Huger. This one's called Bohemian Fire. I love the fact that it's a luxury candle that celebrates Bohemian lifestyle. <laughs> does she know what Bohemian means? What is Bohemian Fire? Why does Karen, why is this what she's going to step forward with first? Mm, well, you know, I love the smell of, I love the smell of artists. That are poor and are just painting things that will never be sold. And then those things get caught on fire. And now that's captured in a candle. Love that. The smell of B.O. intensities, Ray. Mm. <laughs> Either that or she really means like Bohemia, like actual, like, you know, wherever Austria or, or Germany, wherever that is. Like, yes, yes, yes. It's very important for me to celebrate the legacy of Maria Teresa by candle. Mm, yes, Ray. <laughs> And then Ray's like, oh, bohemian fire, and starts doing a sexy dance around. It. It's like, well, what, what magnetic poetry created this candle? What, what is this? <laughs> mm, 
Algonquin matches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Schenectady sexiness. <laughs> I want soda cans. Mm. Mm. Bakersfield beauty. Mm. <laughs> well, Adam, I want to share it with not only the world, but the ladies. And I know that Wendy has her own luxury home kit, but you know, I've given a hint about the candles, and I need to share it with the world. I'm going to give them this, Ray. They've always been so supportive of me, Ray. I, it's important to give back, Ray. It's important to give back. <laughs> yeah, you're a real motherfucking Teresa over there with your triple wick. Yeah, <laughs> triple wick with your Bohemian Fire triple wick. Um, I also like how Robin kind of shades Wendy. She's like, "Oh, Wendy, isn't she a teacher? Isn't she a teacher? No, she's a oh, professor. She's a professor. Mm, a professor of candles? No, no, just a regular professor. Uh, then surely she's not going to try candles, right? Uh, let me finish my story, Robin. You sound like a professor. You should be a professor. That'll show her, right? Well, I mean, I would love to be a professor, but if there's one thing I must profess, it's how much I love the ham from Surrey County. That's your ambassador at work, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And here I am in Surrey County presenting the Le Dame Bohemian Fire Candle. Ah, we're in your living room. Be quiet, Robin. Surrey, all right? Uh, my candle was so good that it went back in time and they made a song about it called Bohemian Fire Rhapsody. It's wonderful. Well, Robin, Wendy wants to start a line of home things. Little home things, little things, you know. She'll probably start with e-commerce. I still don't know what that means exactly. I think it has something to do with buying vowels. So I hope she keeps on selling E's so words on Wheel of Fortune can be sold. She brands herself as a professor of not candle making that sells vowels for words. Isn't that sweet? So I want to reach out and help her because... Women should lift each other up, shouldn't they, Robin? Yes, we all know what e-commerce is, is that you go onto the e-entertainment network and you sell commercials. E-commerce, it's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful billion-dollar platform where there's room for more than enough bohemians. <laughs> she says, Wendy is doing something different than what I'm doing with the cattle. I respect Wendy choosing the one wick. I have three wick. Mm? <laughs> Okay. She's still really <laughs> leaning into like the <laughs> the the uh the <laughs> I can't She's think of the word. Shaming. She's, She's full wick on shaming. wick shaming at She's- this point. Like the, uh, the the increased status of having three wicks, as if she's got like <laughs> she's acting as if Wendy has a Toyota and she has a Lexus because she has three wicks. Like, oh well, you have only a V six. Oh, that's too bad. I've got a V eight and three wicks. So, um, Karen um, is saying. So Karen's having some landscaping issue, and so hold on, I've got to cough. I'm gonna mute myself while I cough. One moment. Hmm. Okay, Sorry, it so, wasn't a co- uh, it wasn't a COVID cough. It was a I got saliva in my in my in my chest while I was doing an aggressive Karen Huger Bohemian joke. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, Karen's like, Ray, can you put the, we remember to plant the plants because we need to put plants in there. You know, we don't want this actually looking like a Bohemian's house. You know what I'm saying, Ray? And then ding ding um, ding. Well, I'm getting a call from a couple of places now. Who's this? Excuse me. Who is this? Who is this? What is this pretty woman on your phone? Give me that phone. <gasps> Twenty-five years of marriage. Let me see that. Um, it's good morning, handsome. Who is this? I'm calling her back. This is Mrs. Raymond Huger, and I'm happily planning my wedding vow renewal. Double dress, triple wick, drop that slot. <laughs> and the person on the other end is like. 
Your social security number has been compromised. Well, talking with floozies, you steal your social security number, Ray. Well, you get what you paid for. Uh, and she's like, a young pretty woman calling, are you kidding me, Ray? Are you kidding me? He's like, I don't want a young pretty thing. Too much work. Talk about triple wicking it. I'm happy with my old, sad, tired lady wife. All right, Ray, that's enough, Ray. <laughs> Ray, you got you have to plant four plants. You better do that right now, Ray. So yeah, basically she you know, this happened actually essentially to me during our uh family karma recap a few a uh, few months ago when I got one of those text bot things where it's like, Hi, my name is Jody and I'm or Amanda, like um, we're supposed to meet up on Tinder, and then I got all excited during the recap because I thought someone had the wrong their wrong number. So basically that's what happened. But then Karen actually did the worst thing, which is that she actually called the number. <laughs> You're never supposed to call it because I think it somehow is like it, it like leads to terrible things. So Karen actually called the robot and <laughs> and asserted that she was happily married to Ray and that this robot should stop calling. And so. my middle name is, and my social security number is, so if you want to check it, check it, slut. Karen's the only person only person to inadvertently sign up for like a fresh auto warranty. <laughs> you want to buy me a present? Fine. I don't need you to buy me a present. I'm wealthy enough, so you can use my own credit card. And my number is this. 3156 <laughs> so then we go over to dorothy and candace's house and uh or candace's house i didn't do that on purpose we're at candace's house (laughs) no lies detected (laughs) old habits die hard uh and dorothy's over and candace is like well i'm thinking about a new backsplash and she's like gold backsplash candace i like gold backsplashes candace And Candace is like, um, gold accents can date a house, and I don't want it to look gold. I'm like, well, last time I checked, you have a three-story mirror in your living room with a gold frame, and you want to put candelabras next to that. I don't know. Maybe that might not be the most youthful look either. <laughs> She's like, if I'm if I'm going to date things, it's going to be 200 years, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know, seriously. So Dorothy's like talking about the music video, and Candace's like, well, you somehow wound up with a cameo in Drive Back. You're a video girl now. I'm like, Candace, you literally invited your mother to be part of the video shoot for your ridiculous music video. Why are you yeah, coming to your mom Yeah, she didn't just stumble into a parking lot 90 miles away. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And basically, Candace is saying that, you know, with her mom has been there for about nine days. And after the video shoot, you know, her mom had a lot of commentary, whatever. And she's, Candace is proud that, like, their relationship is still intact despite that. But now she has to go. She has to go. Yeah, she's really getting, really getting sick of her. So she's like, well, I wanted to ask what was said between you and Mia because Wendy came over and told me that Mia was digging up all in people's business. And she's like, well, it was more of a conversation, Candace. <laughs> well, what did you say? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I was so drunk. I was so drunk. And I had a bell. <laughs> so Candace she just said, Lisa Rennes it. Yeah, she doesn't remember anything all of a sudden. So Candace is like, well, when Chris is running around here being caught in the MGM with men, women, and billy goats at all hours of the night, then you can ask questions, which, of course, is a reference to Michael Darby, who, um, you know, was caught at the MGM with men, women, and billy goats. 
<laughs> well, we know he was caught with a woman, but to be fair, billy goats don't have opposable thumbs, so they couldn't actually take <laughs> video phone footage from the bedroom. <laughs> that's that's true too. Commercials. Here comes one right now. <laughs> so Chris walks and he's like, hey, what are you talking about, huh? And Candace as well, the town crier here, informed me that Mia asked her if you are being paid. He's like, people just don't get us. She goes, uh, and the mom's like, but you said manager, Candace, and managers have contracts, Candace. <laughs> Chris's like, our contract is a marriage certificate and prenuptial agreement. And and Dorothy's like, well, I guess to keep people from talking, I don't know if I can even do the voice that you do for Dorothy. <laughs> don't, don't even I mean, try it hurts. I need to stop it. And I'm sure people have already turned off this damn podcast. <laughs> no, I like it, but I just don't know if I can. I mean, I I feel like for me, I always sort of, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> we'll just do our own weird versions of her voice. <laughs> She's like, "Well, I guess." Like, oh, no, no, that's like, <laughs> wow, what? <laughs> that was, that was. You know Let's what I really miss? It. We you can just I, drop it for now. By the way, huh? you know what I really miss? I really miss mm. on Southern Charm, New Orleans. I really miss was Kelsey. Was that her name? Remember the girl? She talked like this, or we did her voice like this. <laughs> she was my favorite voice to do. Yeah, I miss her. Oh, miss you, show. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Anyway, so Dorothy Chris still is, like, is saying something. She basically yeah, is like, she's basically like, look, that Mia was just asking me. It can cause legal problems if you say that he's a manager, but he's not getting paid. And he's like, listen, I've never asked you for money, uh, Candace, and I've never asked you for money either, Dorothy. Okay, you've never paid one bill that said Chris Bassett on it. Yeah, you know what that means? That everything is in Candace's name. That's kind <laughs> of the problem, Chris. I think he's just saying, I've never asked you for a penny. He's actually asked more for dollars and <laughs> larger denominations. That's all. So uh, Candace is like, well, I was all about Mia being fun and funny, but we don't need you here. Okay, go crack some backs at Chiropractic Strippers LLC if that's what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like an excellent business plan. Yeah, I think that people would go to like stripper chiropractors. Yeah. Um, it sounds more profitable than making music videos just putting that out there okay yeah so candace is like um if anyone's trying to create turmoil in my marriage besides me that's gonna end badly for them probably also me but mostly them (laughs) yeah so um now we go over to an ice cream parlor and it's mia with her kids and they're all getting little sundays which looked really good and i really wanted one and so mia's mom veronica joins them and the little boys i forgot his name but he's so cute he's like grandma you look pretty and it was it was like i was like oh adorable and it's uh, interesting we- because this kid you know it's like a typical american family scene you know you're standing in line at a store and one of the kids is doing a damn tiktok in the back and it becomes like a full circle for bravo because the kid on bravo is doing that like you're punching your fist together like that old 50s dance i'm trying to describe it we're not on video but you know what i mean like where you chop your your fists well like you you put you get your fists on top make two fists oh yeah yeah yeah. it's like your right hand over your left fist yeah like a hand hand jive jive. thank you so it's like a hand jive and i was like where else have i seen this have i seen my nieces do it so then i went to my niece's tiktok and was trying to find it guess who's tiktok or guess who i found it on it's Dorinda Medley was doing that TikTok dance when she was trying to sell a Nutra system a couple of weeks ago. You know, I learned <laughs> everything I know jive, from Bravo. A TikTok hand drive? Yeah, there's like a, a 
famous TikTok that's going around or that was going around that's like boom boom. <laughs> Have you seen that? It's a song that no. sounds kind of like that. Chica chica. Boom boom. I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> I have to say, um, maybe I will join TikTok. I, I usually like to jump on social media platforms, but TikTok, I haven't really done it yet. I'm a little it's scared. Not for us. Yeah, I don't feel like it's for us. It's for you know, old I people. feel like it's for my niece signed me up, so I put some of some of my Instagram videos I make for our Instagram up there. But yeah, it's it's basically not for us. Yeah, we're old men of the sea, darling. Yeah, so like, give um, me some Friendster back. Yeah, that's my yeah, jam. Friendster, the best. <laughs> so um, I think it's still around. I think it's like a gaming platform in like East Asia or something like that. But um, uh, so uh, either way, we are at ice cream with me and her family. And uh, one one thing that we're learning very quickly is that when Mia gets together with her mom, we are basically going to sit through seven minutes of Mia being very passive aggressive to her mom and reducing her to tears on TV. Because that's what happens yeah. next. Yeah, really. It's like, my mom never wants to spend time with me. Hi, mom. You remember how you abandoned me? <laughs> that was fun. So why aren't you babysitting my kids? Hi, mom. Uh, yeah. The, the first, they start talking about the first. <laughs> the first dig comes when they are praising Joshua because uh, they gave him a hundred dollars because he did a lot of chores and he uh, he basically made his own bed, etc. And Mia goes, "Mommy, you know what's funny is that I was making my sister and brother's bed when they were twenty-one. Isn't that funny?" And then Veronica's like, "Well, I still make their beds," uh, which then starts Mia really spiraling. Yeah, she's like, my mom is my sister's lemon nanny. They do, like, everything together, which is great. But, like, yo, I have children. Spread your stuff around, mom. Yeah, and she's like, well, mom, I haven't seen you around in a while. I guess there's been a lot of beds to make over with Rashida, huh? And, you know, I, I guess I've been so busy. Maybe I have to put you on my calendar, ma'am. She's like, yeah, well, we'll work our schedules around each other. And then she tells us that her mom doesn't know how to do anything with her sister because once she got out of prison, she just went straight to her sister's and that was it. And so she's like, yeah, she went from prison to rehab and then she was out, you know, but she was originally sentenced to 20 years. She's giving us all this information on her mom, which, you know, look, you're on a reality show and I, yeah, I get it. And it's actually kind of brave to do, but I'm still like, oh, God, this poor mother. Like, <laughs> yeah. And this is coming from someone who loves mother abuse <laughs> in general. I yeah. love to torment my own mother. But <laughs> when I see it on TV, I'm like, oh, leave her alone. Just let her have her ice cream. But yeah, Mia is Mia's also upset because she called her mom to hang out, and her mom was like, "Well, I gotta check with Rashida first. And so she's mad that like her like the, Veronica always has to check with Rashida before she can like ever commit to anything with Mia. So I think Mia is just feeling very left out, and so she's like, um, "Remember when we first moved to Bethesda, and she was a firstborn, and you didn't come to nanny for us because you said Rashida needs you? And so like because I have my shit together, I guess I don't need my mom. Like just because I wear a ball gown to work." All of a sudden, I don't need my mom anymore. Is that what it is? Just because I know how to move brochures, I don't need my mom. <laughs> yeah, she's like, and the mom starts crying, of course. And she's like, yeah. well, you know, she goes, look, you know, we've just never taken a lot of time out, but I'm so proud of you. And, you know, the way that you were raised with the mom and dad you had, you could have gone totally the other way. And so I'm proud of you for having your shit together. And she's like, well, my drive comes from not having you or dad. 
It's like, geez. So, and she's, she's, she starts want- crying more. And she's like, I just want a better relationship with you. That's all. So you're saying that your drive and your success stems from not having your mom around. And yet you're also shaming her for not being around. But um, and so then so now Veronica's like crying and then Mia goes, oh, mama, don't cry. Don't cry, mama. As if she didn't just like shame this woman on national TV in front of the kids, in front of the husband. I, I mean, just humiliating this person. I know. Poor thing. And, um, you know, which I get because it's Mia's pain, too. Like, she's allowed to talk say. about it, too. It's just like, oh, it's just hard to watch. So yeah. um, she's like, you know, Mom, I'm really proud of you, but I think I'm still healing. And she's crying like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of it. And she's like, well, everyone wants a good relationship. I think that's where we're at. Yeah, Mom, it's just, you know what? It's going to take Rocky Road, Mom. Rocky Road. <laughs> oh, it is going to be a Rocky Road. No, get me some Rocky Road, Mom. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so then um so now we go over to wendy who has some grapes and uh oh so here's something you know what i'm gonna talk about now i just i just think it's funny because i also put down wendy washes grapes and then i was thinking <laughs> why is that the thing we noticed there were also delicious bagels no. there's like a ton Ugh. of stuff but i feel like anytime you see a fruit on tv it's like <laughs> oh my god somebody's eating something somebody's eating fruit you know it's like what, do we lose weight by not commenting on the bagel like, <laughs> no why i was would gonna comment one on of the us bagel. write bagels down i wrote okay, no okay, i did i said they're very sad bagels there were like two very sad floppy plain bagels sitting there and i was like what are these sad ass bagels and then later on in the scene i realized on her countertop she had a full-on order from dunkin donuts that she was trying to hide behind um like a uh like a like a vase or a planter or something like that i'm like i see those dunkin donuts and if you look back at the bagel spread you see there was a bunch of these little donut holes so clearly the bagels are from dunkin donuts and she got the donut holes and there's nothing wrong with that but i thought it was funny that she put it out there but then tried to hide the duncan's container as if like (laughs) she made the donut holes herself or like as if this was like a much fancier spread than it is i'm like girl lean into it put that dunkin donuts put that duncan like loud and proud right in the forefront like we all know what this is have some yeah be like have some like you know, have, have some, some Duncan pride, you know, pride. but don't act like, don't act like you, you know, putting fresh grapes is going to take away like, oh, she so got fresh grapes. So the bagels must be homemade. <laughs> also, like, don't do a spread of, of bagels, donut holes and grapes. That's an odd combo. Well, I think it is too, but grapes are kind of like the parsley of 2021. Like we all have them, but does anybody really eat them? Every time I try, I'm like, this is not really seedless. Stop fucking lying to me. A tiny seed is still a seed. Stop lying to me, grapes. I actually don't often buy grapes, but I did buy some grapes yesterday, actually, because they were like really beautiful looking and they were good grapes. I like grapes because in diet, you know, every diet is like, oh my God, grapes and watermelon. That's way too much sugar. It's like they're the candy bars of fruit and so when i'm trying to eat healthy i still feel like i'm cheating if i'm eating watermelon or grapes so i mm. always have them <laughs> and a <laughs> okay. banana banana is another one that's like a banana oh that's so, so unhealthy well so wendy has this strange duncan grapes spread and um karen comes in she's like oh wendy what have you been up to mm. wow it looks very professional in here not like it belongs to a bohemian who's caught on fire am i right am i right anyone <laughs> robin are you still mm. there somewhere 
I'll take a black coffee with a Splenda. I thought you said you could cook. You don't even know where your Splenda is, Wendy. Because Wendy is looking in the cabinets for the Splenda. And, of course, there they are. They're in the hidden Dunkin' Donuts bag. <laughs> she up clearly in the has a Dunkin' Donuts cabinet. issue. Like, she, clear, she clearly goes to Dunkin' a lot, but doesn't want people to know, I think. I think she's like, as a professor... You're always stuck in a box where you're not allowed to eat Dunkin'. And while I've moved out of that box by getting fake boobs, I still have issues with Dunkin'. So they talk about business. And Wendy's like, um, you know, I have my business meeting with Eddie. And she's like, oh, Lord, did he shoot it down? Mm. Oh, he didn't? Well, I'm so proud of you. You know, my candles are coming out. And yours will have its own moment. And together, on this multi Billion, trillion dollar platform of scents and candles. We sell rides above common household smells in any home, Wendy. <laughs> There's enough room for two powerful, beautiful black women to share in that moment, Wendy. And Wendy's like, well, if she wants to have candles, let her have her candles. There's enough candles for all of us. We'll just be a candle company at this point. So, um... So Wendy says that she's partnering with a charity that's going to give like school supplies to kids and everything. And so she wanted to Karen to join. And Escala comes over and, um, you know, Escala, Escala has two kids under two. So she's, she, first of all, she needs coffee, but also she gets this. She was also an educator for many years. So they start putting together these, um, these bags of school supplies. Yeah, um, but it's really there. To, you know, they're even though they're doing something charitable, they're still there to talk shit because yeah. this is Real Housewives. So Karen's like, mm, "Well, mm, let's talk about the music video." Mm. And Wendy's like, "Well, you know, Dorothy was the number one girl at that video." And so Escala says, "Well, Mia went up and asked if Chris is getting paid. I mean, don't ever feel so open to ask my mother about my husband." And Karen says it wasn't malicious, but. Um, then it moves on to this invitation that Giselle sent out for her reasonably shady party. Hotel Giselle, come to reasonable or shady. <laughs> yeah, it's this. It, the invitation is written in this like horrific font, like very garish. It's exactly the sort of invitation you'd expect Robin and Giselle to concoct. Yeah, and Wendy's like, "Well, who's decorating Hotel Giz? I hope not her." And they're like, oh, Wendy, you're so bad. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, Wendy's Wendy suspects they're going to be starting up a new uh, business venture and that she sort of figures this is going to be the big announcement. But the thing that Wendy is turned off about is that the invitation says, like, you know, inviting, like, supporters and haters or whatever, friends and haters. So she, Wendy doesn't understand why there'd be haters there. She doesn't understand why there's all this negative energy around all this. Yeah, and she's like, you know what's funny? We've all been doing stuff, and I feel like we should go somewhere together. Just a weekend. How about the Eastern Shore? We could get little houses on the water. Okay, Wendy trip, I'm afraid. Um, mm -hmm. But I hope that Wendy puts everyone else in the small house, and they get the big house. <laughs> I hope it's Wendy and Escala yeah. and Karen in the big house. I love a good revenge trip. Yeah, I think so. I agree. So uh, the men are going to actually be invited to this one. And the question is, will Juan come? And Karen's like, well, based upon history, I would say no. And Escala's like, well, what about Giselle? Well, what will be her couple? And Wendy's like, her luggage. So <laughs> Yeah. Love Wendy throwing a whole party just to 
so Giselle housing all she is. Exactly. So then we go over to Giselle's house, which is like even more under construction than before. We see the tent in the driveway and it's windy. So there's like balloons that are kind of flying away. They're not like flying away into the sky because they're tied down to a weight, but they're just sort of dragging the weight around. They're sort of floating around the, the, the place. And it's just, it's not the ideal, it's not the posh environment that we're used to for a real housewives party. This whole scene is scored by Mario Maker. It's just like, <laughs> dum, ba, dum, bum, bum, bring, 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 bring. You just hear the same construction sounds over and over again. Yeah. Bring, bring. Uh, so Giselle doesn't really care. She's more concentrating on the food. So Robin comes over and they and Giselle has hurt her foot mm-hmm. and uh, she has to keep it elevated. She and dropped she's like, a table I was doing some backyard work, picking up tables, ah, and one slipped out of my hands. Ah. So she's in a boot for four weeks. Um, Maybe she and she's also Hospital Giselle. Hospital Giselle. And um, she is in a pink polyester jumpsuit. I'm not really sure what was going on with her jumpsuit, but it's very typical Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> Giselle, and- I think, is the only person on these shows who I'm like, I wonder what percentage of this outfit is polyester? <laughs> it's very high. She's almost like a bohemian on fire. So um, Giselle never, also... It'll never start on fire, and that's why we can never be friends. Polyester <laughs> does not burn, Giselle. Polyester breeze. That'll be a new one. A new one. <laughs> so um, Giselle continues the Bravo tradition, the recent Bravo tradition of not being able to say charcuterie. She's like, we got some char... char shoot. Which I believe she struggled with a few weeks ago, too. So that's a real problem for her, getting that word out. And then um, she's still setting up, and the daughters are all there, and they're doing their their usual thing where they do that like low-energy yell at Giselle. Who's like, Mom, don't eat the food, Mom. Mom, it's windy. The balloons are flying away, Mom. Mom, Mom, if you're going to eat all the food, at least chew with your mouth closed, please. (laughs) Mom, the food. So Ashley comes over and she's like, look at the addition. I love it. And Robin's like, why are you screaming? She's like, because it's an addition. (laughs) Yeah, but it's really loud. (laughs) But it's an addition. And it's getting windy. They keep playing scary music when they're playing. Like the wind picks up and they play like a scary note. And then we see like the balloons scampering away again, <laughs> like as if this whole thing is get blown away. And so Ashley orders some white wine and um, just there's a lot of construction noises. They're like pickup trucks that are just like driving on planks of wood and hammering and lots of crazy stuff. And Mia comes up next and she's like, where's the valley? I can't find the valley. Where am I? This is not Hotel Giselle. This is Motel Giselle. (laughs) And uh, she's like, thank you for having me to your home. This is cute. Hey, you brought the living room outside. (laughs) Yeah. And then Escala arrives next, and, you know, just more and more are gathering, and Giselle says, well, uh, as soon as our late friends arrive, uh, we have announcements. Uh." Yeah, so everybody starts coming, and um, Robin's like, welcome, Wendy. She's like, to what? A reasonably shady event. (laughs) And Karen's like, what is this, a tent in the backyard? Mm, Are we COVID tested? Mm, Oh, my God, Giselle, this is beautiful. Mm?" (laughs) Well, in the spirit of moving on, I will present you with Vuv and the second installation of the La Dame line, the home fragrance for your house, and a candle. You're welcome from the good people of Surrey County. 
<laughs> Robin's like, okay, so she's going to come after Wendy's candles already? <laughs> so Karen's like, well, I just got the shot. I just wanted to warn everybody. I'd especially like to warn COVID, you son of a bitch. You're not getting me because I've gotten the shot. So I'm a little... <laughs> yeah, Karen is like really struggling through this uh, episode, just trying to keep it together um, <laughs> with those side effects. So, so. Candace isn't there yet, and Giselle doesn't want to wait any longer. So the two of them start talking about, uh, Robin and Giselle start talking about how they have a new podcast, and they're going to talk about reasonable things and shady things. And everyone's like, oh, congratulations. And they're just they're just sort of like doing an advertisement for their podcast, basically for the audience. And Giselle's like, well, uh, we're now in business together, and we haven't cussed each other out yet, da. And Robin says, well, yeah, but this party almost didn't happen. And Giselle says, yes, I was like, some of the ladies cannot come in to use the bathroom, ma. I made a list. Is that reasonable or shady, ya? And Wendy's like, who was on the list? And she's like, that would be Karen, and that would be you. And Robin's like, Lord have mercy, this is so shady. And Wendy's like, well, I wasn't going to come, so that's interesting. Oh, really? You weren't going to come? So what's the issue? What's the tea? She's like, well, uh, nothing, but like you just said, I wouldn't be able to use the bathroom. So why would I come? Even though I didn't know that at the time. But there you go. (laughs) I know. It's sort of funny that Giselle starts to turn on Wendy as if Wendy is the one who said something (laughs) offensive in this argument first. When it was actually Giselle who started off. Yeah, Giselle was the one who like actively put herself in the hot seat here and was like, yeah, I don't want you. I didn't want you guys to be able to use my bathroom yeah and just i was like well uh, you talked about my home uh. just no i didn't when did i talk about you you did and karen goes mm, i did that mm, maybe that was me i talked about your home <laughs> well definitely you but we hashed that out when he's like i didn't talk about your home she goes you talked about the colors of my home uh. <laughs> And Wendy's like, well, maybe you misremembered. Like, I never talked about your home. I talk about the way you dress. And Karen goes, well, I'll hold my wee-wee. I'll hold my wee-wee. And Ashley goes, girl, <laughs> you can pop a squat. And then she, like, taps Karen on the on the elbow, to be, on, on the shoulder to be like, I, like, you know, ha-ha, I just made a joke. She taps her on the elbow, on the shoulder. <laughs> but she gets her right in, like, where the, her back shot is. The camera's like, ah! <laughs> And Giselle tells Wendy, well, Wendy, you are on the hater list. Ah. And Wendy goes, why would I hate on this? And then she just points to the house and all the construction. Yeah. And Wendy says she thought the invitation was shady. And Giselle's like, well, it should be shady. Yeah. And she goes, well, how are we supposed to add context to that? And Giselle's like, well, she's like, well, Giselle thinks that they moved on to a new place. And Wendy's like, well, I'm here. Like, I showed up. It's funny that Giselle's saying how she thought they moved on to a new place. And yet she she's went out of her way to tell Wendy that she was not going to be able to use the bathroom. <laughs> it's Giselle, though. She starts it and then acts like, why are you coming? Why are you coming for me? I like that Wendy goes, yeah, but we couldn't tell what it was out of context. And Giselle goes, oh, really? Well, what about your nude interlude party? And she's <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I mean, that was literally literally about being nude so this should in that example this should be literally about being shady right but whatever out of, an out of context one-upsmanship <laughs> it's like well i didn't understand your invitation so i was entitled to make my own strange invitation uh. <laughs> yeah so robin's like well it feels like you took it personal karen's like mm, we're here we're here okay and we're in the shade so thank you for that Mia, can I grab you real quick? I come bearing gifts from Surrogate. 
so uh, Karen and and Mia go off, and Karen's like, "I'm pulling you aside, you know. Please step into the uh, the temporary office for the ambassador to Surrey County. Thank you. I'm pulling you aside <laughs> because you know when I was at Wendy's, they were talking about what happened with Dorothy, and they were like, it would I would be offended if she questioned my mother like that. I was just having a conversation with her. Oh well, these mm, God, these nets, these nets. What are they called?" Nuts. Nuts. What do you call these things? What, what, we don't have them in Surrey County. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. All right, could you hold my cell phone? I'm going to press record. Here in Surrey County, we don't have nuts. Ow, this is damn nip my face. All right, stop the recording. <laughs> Can someone edit out that nut? Is it, is it called a nut? Okay, <laughs> do I say I have a note for you about the nuts, or do I say I have a nut for you about the notes? How does it go? <laughs> so Karen brings the gifts back to the party, and Robin's like, Oh, is this a new fragrance? It's Bohemian Fire! <laughs> <laughs> it's good for keeping the newts away. So everyone, uh, so then they hand out paddles. Everyone gets their candles, and then Giselle uh, hands out paddles to everyone. And the paddles say reasonably or shady on each side. No, they say reasonable or shady. Oh. You, well, either way, yes. So then. <laughs> it just bugged me. I was like, is this the podcast? Is the podcast reasonable or shady, or is it reasonably shady because your I, branding is confusing? Me? Wait. I thought that on one side of the paddle it said reasonably, and that drove me nuts because I thought it was weird to say this is reasonably, right? Oh my gosh. Well, welcome to Crappen's Court. Dun 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 dun. I'm going to look right now. The defendant is coming in. Defense. I'm gonna look. We're gonna get. To the, we're gonna get to the bottom of this, ladies and gentlemen. We're not even moving. I'm not doing a damn thing in this podcast until I know that I'm right because I can't move until I'm right. And now we're I'm not. looking through the video. You're right. It says reasonably. Let let the court know that it says reasonably. The defense <laughs> rests in Surrey County. And I would like the court to note that I was the one who said that it said reasonably. Thank you. No, I said reasonably, and you nope. said reasonable. Prove it. Roll back the tape. Oh, you can't because we're recording. Sorry. <laughs> Don't gaslight will have me. To wait. Don't gaslight me with fumes of bohemian fire, Ronnie Karam. <clears throat> okay, so one side says reasonably. Okay, your branding is back. Okay, it was my head that messed it up. That's okay. Well, that shows that it's bad branding on their part, huh? Yeah, or that I'm just really stupid. Okay, so then just I was like, well, uh, let's play a Lisa Brinna game called Reasonably or Shady. <laughs> <laughs> if we can't laugh at our drama, we are not real friends. Ah, so is it reasonable or shady? Is it reasonably or shady to hold on to a grudge? Ah, if an apology ah was made, ah, Karen. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to look at Karen. Uh, and so Karen's like, well, Karen and Wendy both are like, well, it's reasonable. depends on what was said. And so Karen's like, well, it was reasonable for me to hold on to grudges concerning Giselle because once I get past one grudge concerning Giselle, she does something else. So I might as well just hold on to one catch-all grudge. <laughs> so then Giselle's like, moving on. And Candace arrives. And she's like, what is going on? And Candace is wearing... I mean, first of all, Candace is so beautiful. She can really pull off anything because this was like, she looked like she got toilet papered. It's She's wearing like <laughs> something that covers the nipples, but then like kind of goes out like angel. Okay. If you were looking like at an angel from the back, that's what she looks like. Like with the wings coming out of the spine. She looks like an angel ass. It there. reminded me of the set of the newlywed game. 
sort of yeah. like those sort of like lots of cur- lot of love like semicircles, you know. She's like something that teenage girls would pose in front of for Instagram. You know those mm. big angel wings? Yeah. Yeah. She's that 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 does seem to fit her brand. A like angel. deeply unoriginal <laughs> <laughs> basic <laughs> attempt at artistry. Although I do like well, her. Well, there song. you go. So, um, so yeah. So she's like, "What's going on?" And um, she's also wearing ribbon shoes. Oh, she's whatever. like, "Okay." She's so- also taking. Well, she arrives, but she like takes a very long time to get down the hill because they keep on the scene keeps on going, but it like keeps on cutting back to her like still walking down the hill, being attacked by gnats or newts or notes. Well, it's she's wearing big tall shoes, but it's also you know classic housewives disc. Like, well, your walkway, your your driveway is just unwalkable, ma'am. <laughs> I know, housewives, <laughs> real housewives have a real difficult time with like not perfect terrain. It's like, oh my god, what am I going to do? So, um, next question: Is it reasonable or shady to talk about your friend when you're not around? And so it's like half shady, half reasonable. And Giselle's like, "Well, uh, what kind of talking about? Uh, like when we were talking about the Eddie situation, uh, that was very reasonable. Uh, but the video in the parking lot, uh, you told Candace that Mia was talking about her, which was whack." Uh. And what he's like, no, that wasn't whack. You should tell your friend if someone is talking about them. And Mia's like, um, it was on in production there. Were you trying to throw her off balance? <laughs> that really didn't mesh with my values. So Candace, Candace is still going down the driveway, scared. And then Karen is like, oh, I'm getting a little lightheaded. Ooh, I'm not sure if it's the vaccine or reality, but is this really happening? The whole house looks like it's going to come to life and eat you up like a little newt. I'm scared of it. I'm scared. And it's like Karen in like vaccine vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Karen's tripping out from her vaccine, which is probably how it always looks like through Karen's eyes. I imagine yeah. that's usually what the world looks like, like a TV that you just have to smack a couple of times to get the image right. Maybe she should look at the ingredients in those candles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Candace, uh, they keep cutting to Candace trying to get down this hill, and she's looking around terrified at the forest around her. <laughs> like she's yeah. being chased. And so then uh, Karen's like, Is this really happening? This whole house looks like it came to life to eat me up. <laughs> I'm scared of it. Yeah. So then Robin's like, Well, we all title. We all say what people say. And then Candace finally joins with a hi, 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 hi. Does her little like two hand wave thing, you know? And so Giselle's like, oh, Candice, uh, let me catch you up. Uh, we have a new podcast, uh, and we're going to use it as, as an excuse uh, to put people on blast right now. Uh. Yeah, so she says, we were talking about your music video and whether, you know, and Wendy brought up me, or we're talking about how we, Mia went to your mother and how Wendy told on her to you. Was that shady or whack? And Candace is like, she was being my friend by telling me. Yeah, but they're saying it was the wrong time, you know, because it's not the time to tell her during your music video. Yeah, she's in the middle of remembering her one, two steps. And Candace says, if she didn't think it was a good time, then she wouldn't have told me. Which is funny because Candace would be the very first person who, if if like it would benefit her, she would say, I can't believe she would say this to me on my video shoot day. She's trying to ruin my day. Yeah. So Wendy's like, Wobbin, if you were being reasonable, Amelia's like, hey, she said. And then Wendy, you know, like taps 
I'm sorry. Mia, Mia sort of taps, like, her taps sh- Wendy on the shoulder. And Wendy's yeah. like, do not put your hands on me, please. It's like, but you have shoulder pads. I was just touching your shoulder pads. She's like, do not put your hands on my shoulder pads, please. My shoulder pads are here for a reason. Do not touch me. So, <laughs> Candace, uh, which I, I really like that phrase. My shoulder pads are here for a reason. So, Candace says that she had no real problem of Wendy saying that at that time. And she needed to know what was being said. Um, I was told, not just by my mom and Wendy, but within five seconds of meeting my mother, you were like, who is paying the bills? And what do Candy's titties look like? And how much money do they have? And how wonderful is she? And will she get that record contract? Because she has an amazing song. She's asking all these questions. Huh? The only question I ask is who is the manager and is he getting paid? And Candace is like, well, stop right there. Why would you ask that on a date that's supposed to be joyful? Well, see, that's funny. So now it's like, now she is pulling the why would you ruin this joyful day thing when <laughs> yeah. Wendy could have also been liable for the same thing. Because so, she's whack. She's whack. That's why she's whack. Okay, Wendy. Well, it's because you called me whack. I was like, ooh, good you are. You go, Wendy. <laughs> whack on whack. So, yeah, Mia's like, um, you asked me to volunteer my time. You know, I said I would do a pop video. Normally, I get paid to do those for my business, all right? But when I showed up, there was no one to greet me. There was no management. It's like, what is this, a Chili's? <laughs> I think she's actually right, though. I think that like if people take time out and you just show up and you're sort of standing there like, what, what is happening? What am I doing here? I think she actually has a point. So Candace says, well, if you did not want to be there, you're not being paid. She's like, no, I wanted to be there, but I wanted to show up at something that wasn't low budget. Okay. And so Candace says, well, your mama's low budget. Watch your mouth. So then <laughs> Giselle just holds up the shady <laughs> sign. Shady. <laughs> And they're like, Mama, your mama joke, no. And you know, Heavenly's at home right now, dialing Bravo, like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, you tell I these like bitches this? to stay in their own neighborhood. Thank you. So Giselle's like, whoa, that's team too much. Not sure if you know about Mia's mother and her backstory, but talk about Mia's feet and her hands because they're very large, but not her mom. That's below the belt. I'm like, oh, so the physical aspects of her body that she can't control, like probably the two areas that she has not modified, you're gonna, it's okay to shame those. That's, but, but the mom is below the belt. So Mia's like, um, how dare you to, like, invite me to come there with no management and have the audacity to not thank me for supporting you. And Candace is like, I am done. I am done. I am done. Okay. Oh, what, supporting me is talking to my mother about money. And then Ash says, well, you talk about it to the group, so I don't really understand that. I don't think you really should be that upset. Oh, are you, were you beloved? Were you there, beloved? Were you there, beloved? No, but like I said, end of story. Good night. Good night. Yeah. And Ashley's like, but if I had wasted my time going, oh, if you had wasted your time, well, I would have been a pissed sister. You are a pissy sister is what you are. Shut your wide face ass up. That's, always goes to there, the one. It's like, if she can body shame, she will do it. So Karen, uh, she's like, Robin and Giselle, take notes. This is a shady moment. (laughs) (laughs) And Candace is like, next question. Who else had things to say that day? And Giselle goes, Karen, (laughs) Karen was talking to your mom. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and Wendy's like, why are you always saying Karen's name before you say your name? Um, and then Candace is like, you're all asking if my husband is on the payroll. <laughs> and Karen says, not this chick, not this chick. I wasn't asking that. Also, everyone should be concerned that there is a giant chicken with a fish in its mouth in the corner of this tent. Does anyone see that chicken or is that just me? <laughs> Giselle goes, uh, what was the answer? Okay, we were being shady. We were being shady. And the skull is like, well, what's wrong with that question? Who cares? Yeah, I don't think it's offensive. If I mean, I was on Juan's payroll. You know, a salary is not offensive. And Candace is like, well, I don't like talking about money at all. And I don't like when someone I don't like is asking about my money. Well, I wasn't being shady. Which, yes, you were. But yes, you also, fucking were, ma'am. Can- Candace talked about how she doesn't like talking about money when that was literally her storyline for like the first two seasons of the show was how her mom paid for everything and how she wants to pay for things herself. And every, it's like, Oh, and now we're, now we own this by ourselves. Mom's not on this. We don't, we use our own coin. And now all of a sudden she doesn't want to talk about money. Yeah. And Mia's like, well, I wasn't being shady. And she says, you called my video low budget. And Giselle goes, well, it was in a parking lot. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't high, high budget. Candace, <laughs> like, I have been a friend to your ass. And when these hoes were talking shit about you, I was defending your ass. How dare you? And Karen goes, I certainly am not a hoe. No way. <laughs> and you didn't need to come. And for next time, you know, you don't need to come. And Wendy holds up her reasonably sign. <laughs> yeah, I did write this. I wrote, Wendy holds up her reasonably sign, which makes no sense grammatically. Do you yes. like that it takes me 30 minutes to realize what's going on in a scene? There you, you go! <laughs> so now it's time for more questions. Is it reasonable or is it shady to call your friend when you're drunk to tell them how much you don't like them? And Karen goes, I think it's reasonable. No, I own it. It's called courage juice. Uh, let me tell you something. I was throwing a party and I was getting down. And I turned to Robin and I said, Robin, I don't like you. I like one better than you. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> it's a true story, Scala. Because the Scala's like, what? <laughs> you know, I, I said, I, I like one better than you. And I'm reasonable. And they, they, like, Robin doesn't actually seem offended. No one seems offended because they're just happy that that's like when, when Karen's actually just being honest. Yeah, Robin says she loves when when drunk Karen calls her. <laughs> yeah, and Ashley goes, oh, Ashley goes, I absolutely love it when Karen drunk dials in the middle of the afternoon. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of implication about, you know, how she's drunk in the in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. Uh, so then uh, Candace is like, well, I, well, oh, Robin says, um, sh- is it reasonable or shady to be concerned about a friend's appearance after cheating rumors emerge? <laughs> Come on so, now. I know, going back to it. So Candace is, she says she's tired about talking about Eddie and the breasticles. And Giselle says, well, uh, I think it's reasonable. Uh, and then Wendy says, and ma- make sure I got this right, Ronnie. Wendy says, it will only be reasonable if the same blog that reported that, that also reported that you had an STD. Who is it that? She goes, and I don't die. Okay, I wasn't sure if she said reported that you did or didn't report that you did. Reported that you haven't. Wendy does. Wendy's not good with uh, quips, like the disquips, right? Shoulder pad. <laughs> She's good with shoulder pad quips. 
<laughs> I think we've gotten I think we've gotten that far with Wendy. She's not good at that part of it. Um, because yeah, it didn't make much sense. And Giselle's like, but and I don't have an STD, yeah. And Wendy's like, well, she continued to talk about me, and then she was talking about me at Robin's dinner, and it was definitely shady. And they're all yelling, like, no one was talking about you bad. We were talking about what was going on. <laughs> and um Ashley's saying, It wasn't malicious, it was about what transpired earlier. Yeah, and Candace is like, chill, chill, chill. And Karen, you just you see Karen just trying to like, like hold on to her chair, <laughs> trying to just like get through the vaccine. And Rob is like, you're being an asshole, Wendy. You know, I hold you know, <laughs> Mia's just holding up the reasonable sign. Yeah, Robin's like, just chill, Wendy. And she's like, stop asking me to chill. I'm not your child. And Candace is going. It- Candace is singing, um, <laughs> yes, she's Candace. She, she has to get doing. that in somewhere. So then, um, Karen is tripping out, looking at everybody acting crazy because, like, some people are hitting other people on the butt with the shady paddle, right. and Candace is singing at the top of her lungs. And she's like, <laughs> well, This is a real bohemian fire burning inside of me. I'll tell you that much. And so Robin, then Robin's saying like, you're talking over people. You're turning things into stuff that they're not. Oh, we weren't talking about Wendy on my birthday. And Candace is like, no, it was, you're talking about it for a long time. Well, whoever relayed that message made it seem like a lot. And we were talking about your dynamic in the group. And so then Wendy's like, I am not your child. Do not yell at me. Do not yell at me. I'm done. I'm done. You're impossible to get through. Yeah. And so Wendy's like, well, you all have my phone number. When you when you want to get off your soapbox, you can get off it and call me and have a personal conversation. I'm done with this nonsense. And Giselle's like, well, what's up with you? Why? And she's like, I wasn't even talking to your ass, Giselle, okay? It wasn't for your ass to receive. I, I said what I said to your ass in Williamsburg. And she's like, well, maybe you should go. We'll back all these cars out so you can leave. I will not be disrespected in my own home. Did you say something about driving back? Do you want me to drive back my car to let everyone out? Drive back. Drive back. (laughs) And Karen's like, well, this shows how much of a dingling she is because we're in front of your house with construction. We are not inside your house. This is public property. Mm? (laughs) Look, I can see the city hall of Surrey County right there. We're in Surrey. Oh, look, there's a unicorn on a rainbow. What a beautiful time to be in Surrey County right now. And Escala is using logic, which, of course, doesn't work. Because she's like, well, I think what they're saying is the question itself was very offensive. And so when she comes back mad about it, you can't really get mad at her, right? And Mia's like, Mia's like who's the mediator here? Who's the mediator? <laughs> she's like, well, is she a mediator? As if that's like a bad thing. Like that there's a fight that someone has decided to step up and be a mediator. <laughs> so Escala's like, um, I, she's like, I'm going to say what I have to say, so keep it cute over there. Keep it cute. Okay, be quiet, because I'm not talking to you right now. I'm talking to Giselle, which I love seeing Escala finally get a little chippy with some of these women, because they have just sort of, like, rode all over Escala. I mean, how many times have they closed the door right into Escala's face? So I was happy to see her stand up for herself there a little bit. I mean, it's like, bah, bah. she goes, oh, you sit down and shut up with your hoe ass. And Mia's like, well, insecure bitches call other bitches hoes. Well, I sat up here and I got myself fascinated. <laughs> is it vaccinated? I don't know what it is, but I got fascinated to hang out with you heifers. <laughs> and my arm is hurting. I don't know what the fuck it is. My arm is hurting right now. And so then Candace I- is 
Then Candace stands up and is like, it's called projection. I am the projector. I'm projecting onto you. And she does this thing with her hands or she sort of like puts her palms together, but opens them almost like a little, you know, like Audrey too. And then she aims them at Mia. And Karen is just like, oh, she's like, everything is moving in slow motion right now. And they just sort of make Candace's hands look like there's some sort of magic energy force coming out of it. And Karen's just like fully losing her mind. Well, hold on, hold on. I got my second shot today, and this is what I need to know. Wendy, are we inviting people on the girls' trip or not? Whoops, sorry, Wendy. Sorry, did I let that get out of that? Mm, sorry. Also, Wendy would like to not announce her poor, sad, single wick candle. Did I say that out loud? My arm hurts. Mm? <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. Wendy basically is like, I blame the outburst on the side effects of the vaccine. This is not the time to talk about a couple's trip, especially since some of us in the group can't even be part of a couple's trip. So uh, Wendy's like, yeah, so, uh, you know, I want to propose a quick jaunt, you know, when you can bring your husbands, you know, especially so many, especially since so many want to keep our husbands' names in our mouths. So Karen goes, did she say keep our husbands in our mouths? <laughs> Their names, Karen. Oh, thank God. Mm, because Ray tastes like fine candy dipped in champagne. He better not be in any of these heifers' mouths. Got it, ladies? Mm. So, um, uh, Wendy is like, yeah, so, you know, Chris is going to be there. Dre will be there. I don't know if Michael will be there. And Candace goes, I hope not. And Ray is going to be there. And um, let's see, who else has a husband in this group? I don't know. Maybe someone's personal chef will be there. Maybe Dorothy's friend from high school will be there. Am I missing anyone? And am I missing anyone? Robin's so mad. She's doing the like, I'm angry, so I'm going to swipe through my phone. (laughs) And she's like, could you not invite me or Juan to throw another dig at my relationship? She showing how she feels about me you just brought up her husband's affair on the blog again again. (laughs) after it was all settled at the goddess party (laughs) so um, oh robin robin was on watch what happens live and someone asked her like don't you think you're being a hypocrite when in season one early on you went over to ashley's restaurant to bitch her out about talking about you and juan and now you're saying that Wendy shouldn't care that a blog is talking about her. And Robin said, well, that was like, you know, season one. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into because um, that wasn't even a housewife show when we originally shot it. So I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> but this is season six. And Wendy knows what she's getting herself into by being here. That's very tenuous logic. <laughs> very, That's very such tenuous. Robin logic. That is yeah. such Robin logic. What Robin should have said was, I did care about it at the time. And then because I went through that, I realized that I actually, it's better for me to not care about that stuff. And Wendy has to learn that too. That's all she had to say. So um, Robin is like, oh, well, if she hates me, it's fine. Thanks for letting me know. And then Wendy turns to Giselle and goes, and your luggage is going to be there. As in, that's your man. <laughs> And Mia lifts up her shady sign, and Candace starts <laughs> love- scream laughing. <laughs> I loved like how they just kept cutting to people lifting up the shady or reasonable. Like that was like we. I feel like we have not highlighted how funny that was. That every time something would happen, they would just cut to someone holding up one side of those paddles. That was amazing. I feel like we're not even really expressing how funny all of this was. We're saying what happened, but it was 
all that it was, was so funny. Hilarious. How do you even how, how do you even do it but say every little thing that happened? You know, it's yeah. like there's not even really room for commentary. But it was also really funny that they just kept cracking up. Like there was a live studio audience for everyone's yes. disses. It was like they'd be angry and then they'd be laughing and then they'd be angry and then be laughing. So Giselle's like, "Well, thank you for the invite and feel free to go." <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So Giselle's like really mad at Wendy now, and then Karen's like, "Well, my vaccine kicked in, so I gotta go. So someone bring my chariot that's being carried by two eels and has a man with a top hat in it. That's mine. We'll take it back to Surrey County. Thank you." So Candace demands a tour of the closet because this is not really a house party because she didn't get to go inside. So. Giselle and the girl and her girls take her inside, and then Mia. Everybody else is trying to leave, but they can't leave because oh. Candace, of course, was the last one there. So she's blocking them all down this driveway. She's blocking yeah. them all in. Yeah. Also, by the way, Escala was going to go look at the closet, but then there was a path, and Escala <laughs> was like, did not want to do the path. And on top of that, she's like, um, when there's actual stable steps and when there's a door, I'll come back because you actually see the staircase. That's there's it's an actual staircase, staircase just in the back. It looked like a sculpture. <laughs> it just, I think Escala, in this case, I think Escala was very warranted to just be like, I'm going to hold back. So, yeah, so yeah, now it's not um, attached to anything. So now it's like there. It's almost like there was no drama because now Candace is getting a tour, and she's like, "Oh, I love these textures. I love this view. Can you be naked here? Oh my god, they can see you. Oh, I love this." And they're all like, "Like, how do we get out of this awful driveway right now?" Grace is how we do it. <laughs> Grace so. is the hero, not the hero you deserve, <laughs> but the hero that you need. Yeah, the hero you earned, Candy ass. <laughs> so they end up having Grace go to move the car. And Candace is like, wait, can Grace drive? Oh, yeah, she's great. Ah, she's great. <laughs> this was, by the way, the most brilliant thing that could happen. Like, that there's, like, we, we, after having seen all these scenes of Grace and her driving, that it culminates in this moment where she now has to move <laughs> Candace's car. And Candace, who just did a song called Drive Back. So this is a very like the 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 intertwining of a vehicle narrative with this show is just so it's so smart. <laughs> um so Robin gets into the car to help Grace and be her support system. <laughs> and um <laughs> Which actually was so sweet. Like that was the other thing that I actually really liked about this episode. This is a sort of a weird thing, but I love that these women just go at it. But then in the presence of Grace, it's like I like how they kind of all put it aside and they're like their motherly qualities come out. Did you notice that? Like as Grace was walking up the hill, they were like Karen was smiling at her, like, Oh, go ahead, we're all cheering you on. You can Back out a car and surely won't scrape anything and crash anything and tumble down a hill. You can do it, Grace. Yeah. And sure enough, Grace is like, uh, uh, uh go straight. Like, go straight. I am going straight. No, you're not. But I am. I'm going straight. No, you're not. Oh, Which one's the brake? Which one's the gas? <laughs> what on the left is the gas? No, it's the brake. What should I break? No, we're going down a hill. Should I stop the car? Yes. Mm, and she ends up scraping the rim into a uh, rock. <laughs> and Giselle goes, so everyone leaves, and Giselle's like, well, that was a shit show. And the good news is, Grace did not ruin Candace's car. Uh, I don't have to buy her a new one, because Grace can't drive. <laughs> Grace can't drive. She can't drive. And Candace is just, she sees the scrape, and she's like, Giselle! <laughs> and that's how the episode ended. Fun times, Potomac. Oh, such a good show. Wonderful cast. I feel like, by the way, have we really mentioned this? 
that I think Mia has been a fantastic addition to this cast. I think she's been great. I like the perfect chemistry of like self-involved and a little batty and, you know, stirring the, she's not afraid to stir the, yeah, very she's messy. totally flip floppy. Yeah. Yeah. She'll fight with anybody. She's not afraid of anybody, which is fun. And she as we see up. soon, yeah. she throws salad. Oh my so, God. I can't listen. wait for the salad throwing. I've been waiting for so long. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Join us tonight for Take a Seat and every Monday night, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that's on the app Green Room. And we'll see you guys over there. And otherwise, we'll see you later with Salt Lake City and tomorrow with Below Deck Mediterranean. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do, Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. We're letting the catlet out of the bag, it's Lily Catlet. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Kuti Kuti Kuti. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.